Sunday. God bless you all. Welcome once again to another episode of Nursing Your Spiritual Health. My name is Maxine and thank you for joining in. Today we have an interesting word. It's from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 6 verses 1 to 8. As you know, before we start any weekly reflection, it's very important to acknowledge and receive God. So God is our Alpha Omega. So we end the week with God and we start the week with God. And so Father God, I come before you this lovely Sunday to thank you for the week that just ended. Thank you for what you've done in our lives. There are great valuable lessons for us to learn. And we've also experienced your love, your kindness and mercy. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for your nourishment and your sustenance of our hearts and our lives, oh God. Father God, we thank you for our families, our friends, our workplaces, our circumstances, oh God. We also thank you for the adversities because it's only through adversities that we learn very valuable lessons. It is only through adversities we learn of our capabilities and how we need you and how you are great in our lives, oh God. I pray that through those adversities, not only did anyone experience a breakdown, but they also experienced a breakthrough. That through those adversities, the glory, the Shekinah glory from your love, O God, is manifested. As we start the week, O God, we ask you to just go ahead and just brood the way you brooded over the earth and and the waters as you spoke into creation. Brood of our lives brood over our workforce, brood over our finances, brood over our families, brood over our health. So as you speak light be, let there be light. There's a word today. There's a word for this week. There's a reflection and meditation required of us, oh God. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to just guide us through this process. Be the light upon our heads, giving us guidance, and the lamp upon our feet as we journey through this reflection to the actual message that you have for us. I pray that the audience receive your light, receive the knowledge of you, your wisdom, and your spiritual understanding. So as we implement it in our lives, O oh God, let that light shine out of us so that it can illuminate others who can also experience your Shekinah glory. I ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, whom we humbly serve. Amen. 2 Samuel, chapter 6, verses 1 to 8, New Living Translation. Moving the Ark to Jerusalem. Then David again gathered all the elite troops in Israel, 30,000 in all, He led them to Bala of Judah to bring back the Ark of God, which bears the name of the Lord of Heaven's armies, who is enthroned between the cherubim. They placed the Ark of God on a new cart and brought it from Abinadab's house, which was on a hill. Uzzah and Ahio, Abinadab's sons, were guiding the cart that carried the Ark of God. Ahio walked in front of the Ark. David and all the people of Israel were celebrating before the Lord, singing songs and playing all kinds of musical instruments, lyres, harps, tambourines, castanets, and cymbals. But when they arrived at the threshing floor of Nacon, the oxen stumbled, and Uzzah reached out his hand and steadied the Ark of God. Then the Lord's anger was aroused against Uzzah, and God struck him dead, because of this 
So Uzzah died right there beside the ark of God. David was angry because the Lord's anger had burst out against Uzzah. He named that place Perez Uzzah, which means to burst out against Uzzah, as it is still called today. Hallelujah. This is a deep one. Um, May the Holy Spirit give me strength. So when I was reflecting on this, I got two revelations from God. First, it brought out the whole concept of a threshing floor. And I just had to look at the internet and see what a threshing floor is about because it seems to be a process that was used to sort out agricultural produce back in the day for the Jews. And so just looking at the internet, a threshing floor seems to be an area where harvest is collected, gathered and sorted out in order for us to have good produce, like we receive the seeds. And so it's a place where the grains were separated from useless straws and the whole purpose was to expose and collect the most valuable part of the crop, which happens to be the seed. So once the harvest is gathered, the practice of threshing begins. So this practice of threshing starts with intentional destruction. And that involves crushing the crop under the weight of a sledge or grinding wheel attached to the heavy hooves of oxen. Then the mixture is tossed into the air, which allows the wind to separate the straw from the seed. And this process carries the lighter part, the straw, away and allows the seed to fall and collect on the ground. So... The threshing floor seems to be a very intense area of activity and this spiritually significant in our lives because the threshing floor is an area where God gets to work on us. And you know, the Holy Spirit is saying, I want you to talk about my threshing floor. Bring, talk, tell them about my threshing floor. So when I think about the threshing floor of God, it's a platform, it's a place where God gets to work on us. And there's a reason for that. You know, we have an inner veil and this inner veil allows us to practice self, selfish things about us, self sins, as Toza would put it, self-righteousness, self-pity, self-confidence, self-sufficiency, self-admiration, self-love. These things dwell so deep within us that they have become part of our nature. And God wants to work on those things. Sometimes we think they're okay. Well, to some extent, yes, because we do have to love ourselves, right? But when it gets to the point where it's sinful, it's a problem. When it gets to a point where it's egotistical and it's self-exhibitionism, that's also a problem. Self-promotion, that's a problem because now we're going to a level where we tolerate our sinful nature. The only person who can remove such iniquities is God, not man. And for that to happen, he says, bring yourself to my threshing floor. In my threshing floor, I will not only separate, I will reveal things to you. 
So God is going to put you through a process of intentional destruction. So when we get saved, we have to go through a process of spiritual transformation. And in this spiritual transformation, the Holy Spirit has to work on us. Many gifted men of God talk about this as a school of the Holy Spirit. And in this process, not only do we receive the love from God, not only do we receive promises and his blessings and we develop a relationship with God that's faithful, but God puts us through intentional destruction. And the intentional destruction is to purge out these iniquities, to purge out these self-sins. And it means we, we have to expose ourselves. We have to come willing. We have to come knowing that we are unable to do this. We have to come in humble. And when the process is going through, the Holy Spirit exposes us. He exposes us to our iniquities. We are made aware. And he says, Maxine, you admire yourself too much. You're too proud. You're too egotistical. John, you're too selfish. And it's not meant to make us feel bad. It's meant to make us feel aware. Because there will be situations and circumstances in life that will expose us to moments where these self-things can reappear or they can manifest once again. But what usually happens is the Holy Spirit starts to separate us from the straws of self-sin. He takes them away. He blows them out like the wind of shaft, the wind that takes away the shaft when these crops are being sorted out. And what remains is a seed. And the reason I like this is because the seed is usually fit for human consumption. But God just doesn't leave the seed for consumption. He doesn't say, okay, I'm done with you. He plants the seed. He plants the seed in order for it to grow into a fruit. He plants the seed for it to grow into something greater. And the earth that he uses to plant it is Jesus Christ. And through the process of planting and going through the whole resurrection, the transformation of the seed into the flower or the seed to produce fruits, God reveals himself to us. And in revealing himself to us, he not only consolidates our relationship with us, but he shows us our capabilities. He shows us his presence in our lives and what we need to do in order to manifest his glory this is the process of revelation so in god's threshing floor there's separation there's planting and then there's the resurrection that has a lot of revelation and this is a process that god does all by himself so there'll be circumstances where you'll face adversity like the ark stumbling because the oxen stumbled and you'll have moments where you'll want to come and salvage the situation. There are moments where we face tough times and we think we're, we're being attacked or we're just having bad luck or we're just having a bad day. But God's literally just pruning us. He's purging all these iniquities. He's exposing us for our weaknesses, making us humble, you know, so that we can rely on him to build us up. We can rely on him to mold us. We can rely on him to pick up the pieces. After all, he's Abba, Father. He's the molder. He's the creator. So he breaks us down to build us up. But there are moments in our I know what I'm doing attitude. We step in. 
Some people even want to do that for you. And in the process, we get to see God destroying the whole situation. Just like Uzzah. You don't want to put yourself in that situation where you think you are capable of doing the Lord's work. Remember Uzzah tried to support the ark that was named the Lord of the Heavens Armies. I don't know if you understand what the Lord of the Heavens Armies means, but that means that this is a dimension and a dynamic of God that fights battles. It's an element and an essence of God that goes to war. Now, humans can go to war. Demonic spirits can go to war. Angels of light and angels of darkness can go to war. But what we're very assured of is when God goes to war, (laughs) there's always victory. Assured victory. And so that means there's a side of him that just does the needful, that no man can do, no other spirit can do, and definitely no angel can do. So when we try and do the work of the Lord, we get to experience destruction. Unfortunately for a person like Uzzah, his life was taken. You don't want to be in a situation where God's trying to build you up and you come in with, I know what I'm doing and try to sort your situation out only for God to take your destiny away, only for God to take your life away. We have to be spiritually discerning. But when we walk with Christ, as we are transforming through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the word of God, through the blueprint of Jesus Christ that he's given us, We have to allow the Holy Spirit to do his work. In this process, we also have to allow ourselves to be threshed. And it takes a lot because we like holding on to these self-sins. Because these self-sins make us feel good. These self-sins make us feel secure. But God is telling us, trust in me. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge me in this threshing process and me, the Lord of heaven's armies, will make your path clear for you. You know, in Proverbs, it talks about clearing the path. In other scriptures, it says making the path. So that means that whatever adversity, whatever situation in life, however good or bad, God is saying because you trust him, because you, you're you not leaning on your own understanding of the whole situation and you're not doing anything about it by yourself, you're not doing the work of the Holy Spirit, he himself will clear that path. He himself will make a way for you. He himself will open a door for you. But you have to allow God to do this. And in order for you to do that, you have to be humble. You have to allow yourself to accept that you're weak and unable. What are the areas in your life do you feel like you got this? I'm in control. Those are the first things you need to let go. And the areas that you're struggling, you need to acknowledge, yeah, I can't do this by myself. I need God. In fact, I can't do this alone. I'm unable. And it's okay to be unable. Because in being unable, you allow God to come in. And he's able to take all these self-sins, these processes that make you feel like you can. And he doesn't leave you empty. He fills you up with himself. And that's big because he reveals himself to you 
He reveals his purpose for you. He reveals what he's placed in you as the power, the anointing, the blessings, the capabilities you have to soar. And then he plants you through and puts you in Christ, in the garden of Christ for you to grow. Open yourself up. Humble yourself to allow God to work on you. So this week, the reflection is allowing yourself to be exposed in the threshing floor of Christ and the school of the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to do his work and not stepping in to take control. Humility. Acknowledgement of weakness is very key. 